So the Sacred Artistry Summit is just that. I'm, I'm gathering 20, well, I might have more than 21 now. I don't know. I've, I've been talking to so many and it's been really fun putting it together. But I have incredible humans such as yourself who are coming to share their stories, their knowledge, their wealth, actionable steps. They're, on, they're all bringing free gifts, which could be in the form of handouts, could be in the form of opportunity, could be in the form of connection, could be in the form of video modules. I mean, there's a lot of handouts and free giveaways. Um, but the most important, the meat of this opportunity is that uh, artists are going to leave this experience going, okay, I'm clear now on what I get to do next. I have some actions that I'm clear I want to take. And I'm I can see the path toward my vision now. Hello and welcome to the Strong Writing Podcast, where we build our songwriting muscles together. This is a very special episode because today I'm going to get to tell you about an amazing and very exciting summit that I'll be a part of very soon called the Sacred Artistry Summit. Now, this event was created with love by my friend, award-winning recording artist and sacred artistry coach, Honey LaRochelle. And uh, she's on today's episode to tell us all about it. Now, before we go any further, don't forget to subscribe and uh, leave reviews, leave comments, share this with everyone, and so on. It really, really helps to get the show out there and to help more songwriters and musicians to reach their full potential and i really really appreciate your help all right um now at this summit uh honey and i are going to be talking about why quant quantity and quality are the same thing in songwriting and i'm going to be sharing some of my personal journey and how i ended up being who and where i am today and i am uh, super excited now the summit takes place on May 12th, 13th, and 14th of 2022, and it's chock full of juicy stories, inspiring nuggets of wisdom, actionable steps you can take and uh, use right now to increase your income, status, or creativity, and plus, there are going to be many high-value giveaways. You know, who doesn't love that? So, also, the best part, it's completely free. Uh, so uh, just go to strongwriting.net slash summit and grab your free seat. And I can't wait to to see you there. Now, there's a lot more to this, and I'm going to let Honey tell us all about it. So uh, let's watch our uh, or my conversation with uh, Honey La Rochelle, and I will see you at the Sacred Artistry Summit very soon. Uh, until then, enjoy our talk. So welcome <laughs> Honey LaRochelle to the Strong Writing Podcast. Welcome to my new studio. It's not really. Nice. I just moved things. I just tidied up. Um, but uh, thanks know. so much for being here. Um, and uh, start, I really want to know all about the, the summit and everything. But first, tell me a little bit about, you know, where, you, where you're from, uh, where you are today, where you've been, how you got there and, and all that good stuff. All right. Well, um, you know, to make the long story short, I always say Vancouver born, Texas raised, Florida reformed and Brooklyn saved. <laughs> I was I was born in Vancouver. 
uh, to a single mom who was a singer. And she toured with Marvin Gaye, Bon Jovi, Little Richard, Brian Adams. And she had an acapella quartet. And so she was like, can you hold my baby while I go on stage? Because she couldn't <laughs> afford a babysitter. And so I was always at clubs. I was in rehearsals. I was in the studio, you know, from infant till I was then at five, I was beginning to, you know, direct everyone. Oh, you're <laughs> on the wrong note. <laughs> we did a John Denver album when I was about five or six. And we did a children's album when I was seven. So we started early. Like I was always singing, always in a musical environment. And when I was 13, 14, and we moved to Texas, I recorded a demo. Um, and by the time, and then I joined a band. And um, and then at 17, I sent that demo to my dance teacher's boss, who happened to be managing NSYNC and Pink and Britney Spears at the time. And she sent me a plane ticket. So All right. Like we had never met, but this was this was it. So I actually dropped out of high school. Packed. I was supposed to go for the weekend. I was like, cool, mom. I'll see you later. I'm never coming back. <laughs> I packed everything I needed and I left and I went to Orlando, Florida and I lived there for seven years. And in those seven years, I, um, I got signed to um, a production, several production deals. But then I joined a girls group. I formed a girls group. We wanted to be like En Vogue and Destiny's Child and... So I did that for four years. We did all right. You know, we had a pretty good run. <clears throat> and then at um, in about 2005, I decided to finally move to New York City. All right. Where, where my heart was always. And in New York, within my first year, I had formed an 11-piece band. I was playing all the clubs. And I got my first world tour with wow. the Brand New Heavies. And that world tour led me to a record deal with Macy Gray. And it led me to many other tours, including Joss Stone, and then a 10-year run with Roberta Flack, who is, I call her my music mama. She's, wow. She's a legend. So it's been a really lovely ride. In that, in that time, I released four albums and recorded and co-wrote and vocal produced for many artists, including... Macy and um, a group called The Great Big World who have that song Say Something with Christina Aguilera and many others. You know, I've just been really blessed and I'm still touring constantly now. Awesome. I mean, that's amazing. And um, <laughs> uh, so uh, it's, 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 it's an honor to have you and it's an honor to have con connected with you um, and Truly. you're, I'm, I'm, I'm so excited to get to be a part of this sacred artistry summit. And I, I just tell us what, what is it and, and, you know, and why is it and how is it where and when <laughs> tell me everything. <laughs> yes. I, I fully resonate with that very eloquent question. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so Sacred Artistry is my baby, and I, it was born out of a pretty severe depression that came around the pandemic when I heard this term, essential worker, for the first time. Yeah. 
And I made up a story that said, well, artists and musicians, we're not essential. Like, we're not saving anybody's lives. We're not in the hospitals in the forefront. I made that up. I know now that I made that up. But I went through a very severe depression believing it for a second. Yeah. And I realized that there's a lot of artists who are still in this starving artist, musicians will always be broke narrative. Yeah. Um, and we aren't that important. We don't really matter. And it's like, please listen to my music. And you're coming to, to the industry. You're presenting your art as a, with your hand out. Would you please like me? Would you please yeah. support me? When really every single artist is unique, sacred, special, worthy. And, mm-hmm. and it takes us knowing that about ourselves for others to recognize that within us. And sometimes for us to know that about ourselves, we get to have a few successes. We get to have a couple success stories where we can look and go, Hey man, I killed that. I did that. (laughs) Hey, that shit is, that shit is fire. Yeah. (laughs) We get to have a couple successes. So the sacred artistry summit is just that I'm, I'm gathering 20. Well, I might have more than 21 now. I don't know. I've I've been talking to so many and it's been really fun putting it together. But I have incredible humans such as yourself who are coming to share their stories, their knowledge, their wealth, actionable steps. They're They're all bringing free gifts, which could be in the form of handouts, could be in the form of opportunity, could be in the form of connection, could be in the form of video modules. I mean, there's a lot of handouts and free giveaways um but the most important the meat of this opportunity is that uh artists are going to leave this experience going okay i'm clear now on what i get to do next i have some actions that i'm clear i want to take and i'm i can see the path toward my vision now yeah because a lot of us are like well i just want to i just want to reach the people you know i just want to touch and and touch and reach the people, which is, which is nice. But if that's as far as your goal setting goes, that's as far as your career will go. Yeah. The universe is always being incredibly obedient and yes. will deliver exactly what you ask for if you're willing to ask clearly. Yeah, I, I think I, I, I resonate with that so much. And I think it's such a great message. And, you know, and what you were saying, first of all, I think we all got a little bit depressed um, and some deeper than others. But I, I think that, um, I, I, you know, I, one of the things that I realized in the pandemic was sort of similar to what you were saying about, you know, artists, are, are we essential or are we not? I mean, I think that imagine a world without music and, most definitely you know, are. and um, we most definitely are. Yeah. And I, sort of came to the it was a weird experience for me because i've uh, i've never been a spiritual person i've never been a um i've never been religious and i've never um you know i never gotten that and i was going through do you know the artist's way i talk about this every single episode i think yeah so I was going through the artist's way, and there's a lot of spirituality in that book. And it was to begin with, it was kind of awkward for me because I was like, "Yeah, I don't really. Uh, this doesn't speak to me." But then I realized that creativity in itself is spiritual, whether you attribute it to uh, 
whether you attribute it to something inside yourself or outside yourself is kind of irrelevant as long as you realize that it's something that's beyond your control. And that, to me, kind of opened my eyes. Oh, my God, no, I am actually a spiritual person. I just don't believe in a, uh, a God. But that doesn't mean that, you know, I'm any less uh, uh, spiritual. And I think that it really, really helped me to just uh, to look at life kind of uh, uh, differently. And, uh, and so... You know, listening to you talk about... Sorry. No, please go on. No, I just—I was just going to say that you know, listening to all the everything that you just said and listening and and reading what you've you've written um, and and you know in 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 researching the this and and getting to know uh, what's happening at the summit and all that, it's it's just got me so excited because it it really resonates with this thing that you know again and it was i guess in a, in a way similar because this is something that i also went through during covid and it, it's just uh got me very excited i think there's no there's no mistakes it's very clear no. that you know we met for a reason and i love that this is the experience that you're in and just sort of like or that you've just had where you're discovering your spirituality and that you've also discovered your worth because I think that we connect a lot of our creativity to our worth. Oh, yeah. And, you know, oh, I'm not feeling very creative. I ain't worth nothing today. <laughs> uh, and, so, and, you know, I think we all, you're right. We all went through it, right? We, we were all, the whole world is coming out of this pandemic in a very awkward new way. We're all yeah. just sort of learning to walk again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and trying to figure it out. But it did give us an opportunity to redesign ourselves and our lives yeah and re-examine our 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 values and and priorities i think that's the biggest gift that that we got yes it's so huge and um you know i'm so thankful even though it we lost a lot and it was so tragic it's sort of like one of those you know when you burn the whole field to make the soil rich Mm -hmm. um you know Yes, there's devastation. Yes, there's trauma. And there's a lot of healing that gets to be done. And it gets to be done from this new, richer, more full place. Yeah, absolutely. So that's how I feel about where we are in in, in this time-space continuum trajectory. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely agree. And I think it's a great lesson for um, any artist, but not least for songwriters, uh, just to, to 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 circle back to to songwriting, that you know, um, I I always say that uh, the reason I wanted to start to teach people and to coach songwriters and to to help others, um, the main reason is that I believe that this is how we make the world a better place is by creating art, and the more songs that are out there the better the world's going to be. And we can all talk all day long about how there's, you know, it's so competitive and we can whine about how there's just, it's so crowded and so noisy and all of that. But there's a, there's space for everyone and we can all, you know, we can all work together to just, because there's never going to be too much music. There's never going to be too much 
fiction. There's never going to be too many paintings. That's not a thing that can happen. And I always, I'm always a little bit annoyed, even though I get it. I, I understand songwriting competitions and uh, all of those things. Okay. But at the same time, I'm never excited to be a part of it. I can see value in it for people who are into that kind of thing. But to me, it's not a competition. And I, I don't like turning art into competition. And for the same reason, I don't like being in a competitive uh, in, in sort of competitive mode when it comes to other artists I always think that if we stick together and we build each other up that's always going to be better for everybody involved and if you're successful that's never going to take anything away from my success and um, so I don't know I went off on a tangent there but I just I, it's it's to me that's how we uh, that's how the world gets better is by just uh, uh, artists and creative people building each other up and you know and and that's kind of also another great value in in summits like this is you know people yeah. really bringing value and it's it's free right it is free yeah i, I want to respond to what you said though because i think yeah. that um <laughs> i think you're right in that artists building each other up is the way to go i also think that I also agree that there can never be too much music or too much fiction or too much art. However, er every human who gets this short life, who get this mm -hmm. little journey, only has so many opportunities to experience so many things, right? Because we are limited by time and space. True. And so even though there can never be too much art in the world, Every person only gets to experience as much as they can in this short time. Yeah. So there is a little, it's not a competition for who's better or worse or who gets to succeed and who doesn't. No. But there is a competition for people's attention. And there sure. is a competition for, for people's time because we don't get any time back. That's the most precious commodity. That's true. But I so, think that when it comes to to especially music, because music is... It's different from a novel. A novel is a serious time commitment. A song is a pretty minimal time commitment. And so I think that um, you're not... I mean, yes, you might be competing for that initial attention. But I think in terms of fans, you're either going to like my music or not. And the other person, okay. if you like their music better than mine, I'm not going to change that. And then I'm happy for for the art, artist and I'm happy for the person to have discovered the artist. And there's going to be so many people who never discover you who don't get the pleasure. And so, True. you know, because it is oversaturated, it's, it's, it's about how much attention you can create. So yeah. I do believe that there is a place for these competitions, for the Grammy Awards. And even though all of it is a crock, let's be honest, yeah. um, it's a popularity contest and it doesn't have anything to do with the quality of the music. Sometimes it does, but most of the time it's, mo it's more like, what moves are you making? Sure. And so if we can approach our artistry like a chess game, Mm -hmm. Like play the game, yeah. have fun playing the game, enjoy the competition and just, and it only, I can only, like, I've never really been competitive, 
but I only started enjoying the competition when I really got a grasp on my worth. Right. When I knew, hey, I'm walking in this room as me. And mm-hmm. like, people are so lucky to have a time with me because yeah. I'm special. Yeah. Now, this is not like a big ego. It's just actually knowing I contribute to the spaces that I'm in. And I am a light and I am a, a generous, nurturing being. And so, and the music that I make is incredible. It touches yeah. and moves and gives you chills. And I can offer that experience and I know that about myself. Yeah. And now, when I go into a competitive environment, even if there's someone who can offer even more, who's incredible, who's clearly like stealing all the attention, then I'm just like, wow, you're so amazing. What you do is incredible. And who yeah. I am is still incredible. It doesn't take away, you know? Yeah, I think that's, uh, I think I think we're sort of saying the same thing. Uh, saying the same thing. Because yeah. I, th- I think that, you know, this... Uh, having that confidence and knowing your worth uh is a result of your you, you know well it's not a result but i think it goes hand in hand with you know bringing value to other people like you said you 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 build up other people that's you know you're a generous person you're you know that's where your uh, part of your worth comes from right and so yeah to me it's you're never going to lose by being generous and you're never going to lose by bringing other people value. And you know, the, the, the more value you bring, the more you're going to stand out, you know? Um, and so, so yeah, I think that yes, it's, you're competing for attention, but ultimately, you know, you, you connect with people and, while on the surface, yes, I mean, I have friends who make similar music to me and they are, you know, in the same space. So in a sense, we're competing for attention. But at the same time, if I get more attention, then I bring attention to them as well. So yes, it always comes around to the same thing, I think, which is, you know, I think you're totally be right. genuine, be, be generous and, uh, and serve people. Amen. And that's what we're going to do with the summit. That the whole point is to serve. Is awesome. you know, none of us can none of us can succeed just on writing good songs. Mm-hmm. If you only write good songs, you don't stand a chance. Yeah. If you write a million great songs and you decide to dip your toe into the game a little bit, yeah. you will have some success and then hopefully you don't need to have a day job any longer. Like and you can tap into your birthright of abundance. Yeah. So we're here to not only give you tips on writing better songs that will attract more fans, that will get more attention, but also like, here's what you do with that song. Do we want it sitting in our computer graveyard of death? <laughs> where it just sits there and we know it's there and, and maybe our 10 best friends know it's there and our mom and our auntie too. But like, you know, if you want it to come out and actually make a dent and get some attention, how do you best do that? Yeah. And that's a question that is continuously evolving. The answer is continuously evolving. And so we're bringing people to this summit who can give us all of those answers because you should be an incredible songwriter. It doesn't yeah. work if you're just an okay songwriter, mm-hmm. but you should also be an incredible game player. Yeah. So we're going to give you keys to the game, baby. Yeah. You need to wear <laughs> 15 
to 20 different hats. So you're going to yeah. give people hats. Or put those hats on friends. You know, sure. I, I'm so thankful. Like I've started building my team now. My team is really strong. And and I've learned, again, in in learning my worth, I began to know the value of my time. Yeah. And so it was very simple when I figured out, oh, my God, this is how much I'm worth per hour. Mm-hmm. So I can pay someone a fraction of that who will find that to be very valuable and they can handle all the things that I don't necessarily need to personally yeah. do. Yeah. They're not writing my songs. They're not singing my songs. They're not mm-hmm. playing my shows. Right. They could promote them for me. Yeah. Right. And so in the, we're way beyond the days of a record deal. We're way beyond the deal, the days of even like management, like management is only there for if you have too many offers coming in and you can't manage them all. Yeah. So we get to get ourselves there mm-hmm. on our own and yeah. build our team mm-hmm. and get out of that, well, I can't hire anybody because I can't afford to. And the way out is first knowing your worth. So that's my whole <laughs> my whole commitment. Yeah. That's awesome. my whole commitment. What yeah. Secret Artistry is all about is what we're doing. But the summit's uh, going to be incredible. It's May yeah. 12, 13, 14. Yeah. Um, and it's at 10 Pacific until 2. Mm-hmm. So um, I know that you're all the way out out in Iceland. I, yeah. So I don't know what time it is for you. What time is it for you right now? Because this is the about about the time. That's a great question. Uh, <laughs> um, it's uh, it's t- it's ten to five. Okay, so five o'clock for you is when we begin. If you're in Iceland, if you're yeah. listening, we'll yeah. Begin at five. <laughs> but if you're in America, then Pacific, ten a.m. And when you sign up. Um, there'll be an opportunity for you to join the Facebook group, and that's where you get to watch. It's entirely free. There is an opportunity to upgrade, which I personally think is a no-brainer because not only does it come with all the replays and the transcripts and all that, you get like a ton of other bonuses. Yeah. So you can choose to do that or not. Even if you don't choose to do that, we will serve you. Yeah. We're dedicated to being generous. Yeah. I'm really excited to interview you. Oh, I can't wait! That it's yeah. gonna be it's gonna be fantastic. Um, I I'm giving away a, a huge thing. I can't wait. Uh, and um, yeah, uh, it's uh, it's 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 gonna be fantastic. Uh, so it's it's the uh, 12, 13, 14 of May. Yeah. Uh, it starts at your ten o'clock, my two o'clock. Uh, you're, you're five and mine ten. What did I say? Two o'clock. All right, five. All right, you're West Coast, of course. Um, <laughs> time zones are, but when you sign up, you can just put it on your calendar, right? Because that's that was that's what saves me. Just give you. A- Google Calendar <laughs> saves me from my time zone I- I- idiocy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so you just you do do that. There's a, a link, um, and uh, I'll put that in the description. Uh, or you can just go to strongwriting.net slash uh, summit and that'll just get you there automatically. And uh, oh man, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be amazing. And I can't wait. Yeah, we're gonna get strong writing. Hell yeah. Stronger. Yes. <laughs> Hell yeah. Let's rock this let's play this game, man. Let's rock yeah. It. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thanks so much for taking the time to join me. Um, and oh, my absolute pleasure. What a treat. 
Yeah, and uh, I'll see you again soon and hopefully uh, a lot of other people as well. Yeah. Hope you guys all join us and what a treat to hang out with you today. Thank you. Oh, thanks so much. patient with my tech this morning. Yeah, well, you know. It was really great. Really (laughs) great to connect to you. Yeah, you too. All right. See you soon. Bye.